0: just curious welcome to just curious media this is let's talk cobra kai i'm jason connell and i'm sal rodriguez all right sal we are back for another episode episode seven minefields cobra kai yeah
1: can you believe it no i can't but i'm already starting to get a little sad because
0: we're nearing the end the home stretch is near, Sal. Yeah, yeah. Season four has been triumphant, and this episode is amazing. There are some incredible scenes.
1: Oh yeah, there's some things happening
0: I never thought I'd see on the screen ever. Well, before we jump into our scene by scene breakdown, a word from our sponsor. I'm ready. Support for Let's Talk Cobra Kai is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer,
1: you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Kai at
0: manscaped.com. Very good, Sal. I am beyond elated. Every episode is delivering the goods this season. And we would go into note mode. I'm like, oh, yeah, all that was in this episode. And there's so much great dialogue. We actually have a lot of dialogue to share. I was making notes like, oh, that's really good. And then this (laughs) scene's really good. And I mean, the writers are killing it. And not just that, the acting, everybody, the directing. It's hitting on all cylinders, this show. I'm with you. I'm a little sad that we only have three left after tonight.
1: Yeah. And this episode is indeed dialogue heavy, which implies our show will be a bit yeah. dialogue heavy. Yes.
0: Yeah. We try not to go word by word, but then you're breaking scenes down going, well, there's a good nugget here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have to like leave some out. Like we need some scenes without, I mean, we want to recap in our own words, but sure. sometimes their words also have to be a part of it.
1: Sure. And- I mean, we do a scene by scene breakdown. That is our style, but mm-hmm. you can't have every single thing. In our no. show, it wouldn't work. So we have to leave some things
0: out, and it becomes difficult to make that decision. It does. When we do movies, you don't have time. You yeah. get bogged down. You got to move really fast. But this show, yeah, we're like, well, yeah, the gist of this scene is this, but then these are some wonderful things that Johnny shares here, yes. or Daniel shares here, or anything out of Crease's mouth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I realize we bring a lot of that in, and this episode is definitely heavy on that. But yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Any
1: dialogue with. Terry and Kreese, I'm I'm there. It's the best. I'm on board.
0: (laughs) So Netflix brings us Cobra Kai. All episodes in this season were released on December 31st, 2021. This, again, is season four, episode seven, Minefields. Yes. 8.1 rating on IMDb. In the eights, doing great. I honestly think it should be a little higher, but give it time. Let this one sink in more.
1: I'm wondering if all the viewers and reviewers... Are waiting? Yeah, they're waiting. They're waiting for 9 or 10 to give it that. Would it be 10 or 9.9?
0: Is there a 10? I've never seen something with a 10.0 on IMDb. Yeah. Well, with a lot of ratings, that is. Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure. I just wondered if
1: people are just kind of holding keeping their cards close to their vest. Yeah, Yeah, They don't want
0: to give everything a 10. Yeah. Yeah, They probably like, oh, that's a blah, blah, blah. But this one is phenomenal. As good as any other episode I've seen this season thus far. Mm -hmm. The synopsis is Daniel invites Anthony to join Miyagi-Do and discovers he doesn't know his son as well as he thought. Miguel learns about Johnny and Carmen's relationship yeah wow the first part i cannot wait to break down more like yeah. that's like a dream come true for me mm-hmm. and the second is touching in its own way and there's a lot of humor and there's other things that go on too but it's a pretty good synopsis for what's to come yes and i'm
1: very excited to see a lot of screen time for griffin santo pietro yes episode. sir He's, well
0: done griffin he looks great and he is doing great he really is All right, Sal, now into the scene by scene breakdown. I am ready again. So we open at West Valley Middle School in the library. Keep that in mind. We will revisit this. Yeah, lots of books in this episode. Lots of books. And Anthony's talking with Leah and she's like, Yeah, we should hang out sometime. He's like, Oh, wow, he's a kid this age. Like the girls are far more mature, much faster, and guys have to catch up. So he's excited. Yeah, and they're talking about Beowulf and Animal Farm, lots of book references. And that she's reminded of Mr. Landy with the chicken coops. Like, There's a lot of things we've never had any context for, Sal, so, like Mr. Landy and the chicken coops. Yeah. But she says, Leah says, it would be nice to be
1: friends like that again. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. word friends, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden,
0: Anthony gets put in the friend zone. You can tell he doesn't really like that too much. And then Leah dismisses herself because she's a you know, girl about town, working the library. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes over and sees Kenny. Yeah. And what does she call him? strawberry ghost. I did not get that. That goes back to that Sixth Sense episode when he was talking about he sees dead people. He doesn't see dead people, but he thought he was a ghost. No, he said he's been dead, right? he's been dead. It's like, what? This place is haunted, and then he had strawberry on his Cobra Kai shirt. yeah,
1: the strawberry on the shirt. And then he said he was a ghost, so now she calls him Strawberry Ghost. Yeah, I know. But it's such a (laughs) weird nickname. It's not going to stick. No, hopefully not. I think
0: I'd rather have penis breath than Strawberry Ghost.
1: Wow, that's debatable.
0: <laughs> but as she walks away, of course, Anthony's crew, oh. led by Zach, who's just too oh, much. This kid, Zach. That's I, his name? Oh, yeah. With the Garfunkel hair? Yep. Oh, no, no. That well, kid. they tease poor Anthony because they see Leah talking to Kenny. Oh, and yeah. these guys, yeah, with friends like this, Sal, who needs enemies? Come on.
1: Well, hang on, Jason. Not just Leah talking to Kenny, that real quick shot, her hand was on Kenny's shoulder.
0: True, And in middle true. school, that's probably huge. <laughs> that means something. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to the locker room, still here at the middle school. And Kenny has a towel, and you know, he's just showered, yeah. and he walks past. And then we see Anthony's crew, and they're they laying it on Anthony still. Are they bullying him? Are, are they yeah. even friends?
1: Zach again, this kid.
0: He's an again instigator. Again, leading the crew. But this motivates Anthony to do What?
1: Well, hang on, Jason. Zach says, how many points do you think New Kid had on LaRusso today? And New Kid means Kenny, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And then he says, 10 steals. And that's not even counting. Stealing his girl. So he is prodding. He is prodding, Anthony.
0: Yeah. But this leads Anthony to act out, out of character. Yeah. And what does he do? Yeah.
1: I was taken aback by this. So he grabs and steals Kenny's Cobra Kai hoodie. Now, the reason I was taken aback, not just because he took a hoodie, but because he took a Cobra Kai hoodie. Does Anthony LaRusso not know the history at all of Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai? Why would he take a
0: Cobra Kai hoodie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he read that much into it. He's just trying to get (sighs) back at Kenny, something he knows he likes. Okay, so he grabs this
1: hoodie. He runs out. Kenny is chasing after him, wearing only his uh, boxer briefs.
0: Yeah, Sal. He leaves the locker room. The yes. door was open. Yeah. So this is like everybody's nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Usually they're naked he or they're wearing naked. their skivvies. Okay. And he runs out there, and there's like a bunch of girls, yeah. part of the team, and it's like yeah. ha ha ha! They're Immediately laughing. everyone points and oh, laughs. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Laughing. Stock. And that's
0: never a good thing, especially what Kenny's been going through. Like, now I noticed on the wall at the middle school. There's an improv club. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. All funny business. Yeah. So I thought you might really appreciate <laughs> it nice. You yeah. might
1: want to go by. That's funny. No, I don't know if my middle school had had an improv class, but that's really cool. And this is the beginning of our episode. There's the emblem and the words Cobra Kai on screen.
0: Yes. So now we're at Diaz's apartment. I'll start calling it that because Carmen's such a part of the show now. Sure. I hate to just call it Miguel's apartment. Sure. So, But hang on, Jason, where's grandma? Does she live there? Well, she's hit or miss. But does she officially live there? We have never got confirmation. Yeah. I, I was wondering. I don't think we've, that's
1: She's ever been established. She's conveniently
0: there when we need her. Okay. Yes, yes. Rosa. Yes. So we're at Diaz's apartment, and Miguel, he's stretching. So He's stretching yeah. for hours. Stretching, getting <laughs> yeah. ready, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's talking with his mom, Carmen. And then Johnny arrives. Yep. And what happens?
1: Well, Johnny arrives, and Miguel realizes that he left his water bottle in Carmen's car. So she says the keys are on the nightstand. So she sends him into her room to the nightstand. Miguel goes into the room, and right next to the nightstand, he sees... At first, I thought it was a black belt, but we realize it's a headband, right? He finds Johnny's headband. That would be hilarious had it been Johnny's black belt. (laughs) It would have been a belt. Actually, that would have have made more sense than the headband, though, if you think about it. Like, he unties his belt. But yeah, he finds Johnny's headband... In his, essentially in his mother's bed. Yeah. Question. Yes. Were they using the headband? Oh my gosh. Like using it as an aid or tying up? Or how about this? Johnny shows up in his headband and Carmen says, Johnny, leave it on. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is nice. crazy. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay. So, first of all, while Miguel is in the room discovering the headband, Carmen and Johnny are talking about the best time to tell Miguel about their relationship. And they want to take him somewhere nice to break the news to him. So they, they were talking about Applebee's, but apparently Johnny is not allowed at Applebee's because <laughs> no. he had an incident, he says. He had a, yeah. a little incident there once. And then he starts to tell Carmen, oh, you know how they make that loaded potato soup? <laughs> and then, and I, I'm waiting for that story, but it gets cut I off. want
0: the punchline. I, I know, want this to hear is about like the that potato scene soup. in Breakfast Club. You know, I, I love it. It's like, oh. Uh... That's really smart to not give us the payoff. We'll never get to hear
1: it. So Miguel comes in and Miguel's like, uh, I
0: found this. Yeah. Cincy, I think this is yours. Yes. And so Miguel's no dummy. He knows what's going on. And so they're beaten to the punch, essentially.
1: Now, wait a second. I would have had a cover for this. You ready? Please. They live in an apartment complex, right? They probably have a shared washer and dryer. Yes. yes. Laundry. It got mixed in somehow. It happens all the time. I found my neighbor's sock the other day in my sheets. That's crazy.
0: Well, they're <laughs> already feeling super guilty. So I don't <laughs> think they have it in them to like hide. They're just like busted. That's how yeah, I felt. Yeah. Like deer in a headlight. But well, a yeah, good go. come But herself. hey, there's
1: always an explanation.
0: Maybe I should have gone into law. There you go. So now we're at the LaRusso's house. And Anthony's on Instagram, of course, looking up Leah, yep. Leah Cabrera05, which yes. looked at this account before, or he has. Last posted just two minutes ago. Right. Exactly. And Daniel comes in and he's got one Cobra Kai hoodie. Hmm. Interesting. Not happy.
1: Right following the scene after Miguel finds yeah. Johnny. boom, boom. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, he says,
1: hey, what's with this sweatshirt? I just found it in, in your room. And Anthony starts to go into, well, he turns the tables. He's, well, he starts to cover. In this one, he's being bullied, right? Yeah, he paints story, a very different yeah, picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells his dad, essentially, he's being bullied by a Cobra Kai kid. Now, by the way, I'm wondering why that didn't set Daniel off, because, right, aren't they supposed to be in some sort of truce? You can't have a Cobra Kai
0: student messing with a LaRusso. That's true, but this is, like, not part of all Valley, probably. But yeah, it's a good point. Good point. It's crossing the lines, anyway. So then they have a seat because yeah. Daniel's like, oh my gosh, I've been bullied. I've been down this road before. I, it's a matter of time. I should have seen this coming. Yeah. And there's that scene from First Look Photos when everybody knew that Griffin Santa Pietro, who plays Anthony LaRusso, is growing up. Oh yes, the First Look Photos. It's that's just right. Like, Whoa. Yes, yes. And then Daniel says, "You're not a little kid anymore. It's time."
1: But hang on, he has that going up and get changed. I mean, does is Anthony supposed well, that's to know? next.
0: Is, is Anthony yeah. supposed to know what that means? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm also shocked, Sal, that it's time now for Anthony when <laughs> Sam seems like she started when she was tiny and yeah. Mr. Miyagi was around. So I don't know why Anthony, sometimes the youngest though, they change their ways or not as like, strict. You know, I was first born and I saw how my sisters were treated like, wow, I got it much harder. Mm. My parents had relinquished some of that by the time they were born. So maybe some of that's at play and maybe Dana didn't want to rush Anthony.
1: I just figured that maybe the old saying that girls mature faster than boys. So maybe well, uh, yeah. Sam was ready earlier and Anthony was not. He took to video games. So yeah. a different era. He's, I don't know, he's not a generation behind, but you know, he's a few years behind. There's, a, there's that gap between Sam's peers and Anthony's peers.
0: Absolutely. But I do like that. It's time. Yeah. It got me excited because I've always, even when we were interviewing and talking with Griffin, I was like, man. You're gonna get into karate. You're gonna be part of Miyagi Do, and here we go, Sal. Super I just excited.
1: I wonder if what I what theorized before in episodes past of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, what I called the rise of Anthony. I, I wonder if we're gonna yeah. see that at some
0: point. At some point. So now we're at Cobra Kai, and Kenny hits the bag, and Robbie learns about the stolen hoodie. Mm. The Sal, I also noticed. No geese No worn we, by any of the students. They're wearing the merch, right? They're wearing the swag. The new fresh gear. It's yes. like, whoa, this is, I, I don't know dojos like this. No,
1: that's that, uh, what is it? S- synthetic fibers. Uh, I'm, I'm a cotton yeah. guy myself, but these are those sleek fibers that they make for athletics, usually. yeah.
0: The wicking, it's got the wicking. Yeah, the moisture wicking. Yes. Oh, I love it. Love it. Mm. And then silver well, Kreese and Silver, but really, Silver has a lot to say here. But the uh, co Senses, the bicephaly, they address <laughs> class. And yes. what do they say? Yes, Kreese says, today we have a very important lesson, don't we,
1: Sensei Silver? And Silver says, yes, we do. Weakness. Kreese says, your opponent's weakness must be exploited whenever possible. Silver says, at the tournament, you'll have to recognize that weakness. And make no mistake, we all have one. And then Tori says, Since it doesn't. I thought that was hilarious when she said that Hilarious. Like, what? What are you saying? Terry Silver snaps back, Of course he does. We all do. Today your goal is to find your opponent's weakness and attack it. Oh. Well, Kreese did not like that when uh when Silver no, said, Of course he does. You could tell. No.
0: He gives Silver a thousand yard stare. And he's yeah. just like, hmm. Mm-mm. In front of the students? point out my weakness. But Sal, I noticed that both senseis in this episode and beyond, they really seek the weaknesses in one another. Like, you could just tell right then and there, like, this speech is really about them as much as it is about this drill. And I found that fascinating.
1: Jason, let me ask you. So Tori butts in out of nowhere. She should have kept her mouth shut, I think. How should Silver have responded to what Tori had just said?
0: Yeah. I don't know if there's a good response to that. He could have avoided it, like, quiet! You know, something like Crease would have said. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'm talking here. He could have just dismissed it. Yes, okay. He probably shouldn't have thrown Crease in with everybody else. He probably shouldn't have.
1: No, you're right. He could have just dismissed it.
0: Dismissed it. So... I
1: agree.
0: I mean, had it been flipped, and he said this about Silver... I don't think it would have bothered him, but this is Crease. This is Crease's thing, and no, he doesn't want to come across as weak. No, 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 no. He doesn't want his
1: weaknesses uh, pointed out in front of people. He doesn't want to even be embarrassed. He has no. a, a very
0: strong ego. That's it. I have one question, though, Sal. As this scene played out, I started thinking about something. Yeah. Since Silver was never really around yeah. for Cobra Kai in the early years with was their plan, because he was off working and whatever. Yeah. Just writing checks. Writing checks and working for his father. Yeah. And when we meet him in Karate Kid Part 3, we both noticed, and everyone else, that he's quite good at martial arts. Sure. So, where did he learn martial arts?
1: I'm under the impression, or have been under the impression up to this point now, and at this point in space and time, that Kreese taught Terry Silver karate. That's what I've always thought, especially in Karate Kid Three. Remember when Terry says John Kreese is
0: karate? Do you, do you remember that? Oh, of course. I think course. Kreese taught Silver karate. That, that's what I always thought. Yeah, maybe he was working all day, and then he'd come by the dojo. No students would see him, and they'd have these private lessons. Like I'd love to see a flashback of them training, because you know we never talked about it. But yeah, no. I'll go with that. I buy that. That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Yeah, because he didn't know it. Back in the war, no, Vietnam definitely did not. He learned it after the fact and he got very good at it. Yep, better
1: than Crease. I would say so. In fact, I there's a moment in the show where I'm thinking, what if they went toe to toe, you know, Crease versus Silver on the show? They're the same age, but the actors, our actors, are not the same age. No, they're not.
0: So then they make a bet for okay. a sixer, a little six pack, yeah, on students or whatever student that wins this competition. Yep. No points. No points. This competition basically is there's no points for a takedown. They're going to learn each other's weakness. And if you hit the mat, you're out. That's it. Yep. But what I didn't understand later on was the fact that I guess they just grabbed students and like selected them off camera. Like, I'll take this guy. I'll take him. I'll take her because they weren't very clear about who they were picking. But that is essentially the bet. The selections I found interesting. Right. I'll take Kenny. I'll take Robbie. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, why would you
1: bet on Kenny over Robbie? It doesn't make any sense. But hey, look what happened. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't spoil it. But it was interesting.
0: They didn't just line up the roll sheet. They just picked people up randomly. And I do like that Terry says, may the best sensei win. Ooh. Crease didn't like that either. No. (laughs) Crease didn't like that. And then there's like some sinister music as Crease is giving so far. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're back at Diaz's apartment and Johnny and Carmen – they're stumbling, so mm. like this is similar to like parents trying to do a sex talk yes. with their kids. Very awkward. Very awkward. They don't <laughs> even know what to do. And but, Sal, I do love the restaurant hit list oh. that Johnny puts out there. You know, Fantastic. you know, we want to take you somewhere nice, like Chili's or Marie Callender's or, or Red Lobster, but no Applebee's, of course, because we already know. Why.
1: Yeah, we can't go there, Jason. So I take these restaurants for granted. These. Our mainstays, especially Marie Callender's and Red Lobster. Yeah. Chili's, um, yeah, I guess Chili's been around since I was a kid in Los Angeles. Were these
0: restaurants in Oklahoma as well? Not Marie Callender's. I was introduced to that when I moved to Los Angeles. Okay. But definitely Chili's, Red Lobster, Applebee's. Wow. You know, you could slip in a TGI Friday. Some of those places, yeah. they all look the same. You could sure. change the awning sure. and it'd be like, where am I? They all remind me of Flinger's from Office Space. Yeah. With yeah, yeah. flare. You got to yeah, have lots yeah. of flair on it. got to have the flare. So, that's kind of what they're uh, emulating, I would say. Yeah, I love but, it. Uh, you might as well throw
1: in a Black Angus while you're at it. You know? Oh, yeah, Stuart get a Black Anderson's. Angus in there. Sure.
0: But really funny. And then, what does Miguel have to say?
1: Oh, that was funny. Because they're basically asking for his blessing, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of dating. We yeah, like each other. Yeah. We're yeah. Well, at first, Johnny said, we're hooking up, which, which yeah. by the way, the phrase hooking up today means something different than when I was in high school. When I was in high school, if you say we're hooking up, that just meant maybe, you know, you're going out, maybe you're making out a yeah. little. That's all really that meant. It was a little more innocent. Today, hooking up, I think, means you're sleeping together. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, there we go. Well, so Miguel kind of gives his blessing. He says, I would have chosen someone with better food in their refrigerator, but other than that, Sensei's a good guy. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. You know what? This is a great, wonderful scene. All's well that ends well. Everything's fine at this moment in the Diaz household.
0: Yeah, all is good, but they just need to give Miguel time to adjust. Sure. Because it's one thing for him to say, Hey, you know, you got my best wishes and yeah. my blessing, blah, blah, blah. But it needs time to sink in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's gonna look at people differently. Well, especially Johnny. Johnny's gone from his sensei, his buddy, mm. to dating his mom. But anyway. All is good right now. We're going to see other people will look at Miguel differently
1: is what happens.
0: Yeah. So now we're at Miyagi-Do and Sam and Dimitri have size, which yes. I've never trained with Sal. These yeah. things are wild. Yeah. I love them, but I've never have mm, you know been trained by yeah. any means. I've seen them. One of the Ninja Turtles has them. I forget which one. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. One of the Ninja Turtles. But everyone's got weapons. Everyone's doing stuff. You see Chris in the background breaking oh, boards, that I like great. to see because I think Very that, that cool. means that
1: they're planning for Chris to win the boards competition. Isn't there a boards competition in the All-Valley well, now? Well,
0: there's, there's lots of skills. We never got a hit list of things, okay. but I'm going to assume there's definitely uh, board
1: break. I want to see Chris on boards. And then we see Dimitri with the weapons. Do you know what that weapon is that Dimitri has? I thought he had the sigh. He had the sigh, but then in the next scene, Sam is holding the sighs. Oh, okay. What do you have? Kamas.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with that either. <laughs> I know nunchucks and staff, yeah, but I don't know the other and breaking boards, of course. Yes, that's or fine. ice. <laughs> I love to break them sheets of ice. And then Daniel is giving Anthony a tour. Really cute. And Daniel's talking about, hey, you know, it's kind of like video games. He's trying to talk Anthony to that generation. It's like starting at level one and then yes, getting to level twelve. And but okay, I love that Anthony's asking what the Wi-Fi yeah, password is. That was like, great. Uh, no Wi-Fi here, but so I noticed that Anthony doesn't get a gi. And that made me think like, well, what's he up to with Anthony? What's he going to have him do? And of course... Well, we all should have saw this coming, right? Should have seen it coming. We should have seen it coming because he wouldn't
1: have, have had a gi to do what he's about <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, to
0: do. <laughs> I mean, Daniel was scurrying off to get Hawk a gi, Eli a gee right away. So it was like, I knew something was amiss. Like, what's mm. Anthony up to? I didn't know he'd have him do this. No. And Sal, what is that? Well, that
1: is wash all the cars, but it's not that simple. These cars, what was this like? They filmed the reboot of Albert Hitchcock's The bird. Yeah, this.
0: It was horrible. These cars were bombed by birds. Terrible. So he left the covers off one night, and that's what happened? I'm calling BS on that because many a times they have not been covered. In fact, I was always asking for them to be covered or get in a garage Mm -hmm. or be stored somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a little excessive, a bit over the top. But our beautiful cars that we love so dear are covered in just pigeons and anything else that wants to poop on it. Yeah. And what does he want him to do? Because it's not wax on, wax off, Sal. It's something else.
1: It is soap on, crap off. Yeah. (laughs) That's the revised version. I like the old one. I'd rather do the
0: old one. Yeah, I'm with you. So anyway, so that's Anthony's initiation to Miyagi-Do, and we'll come back to that. Yeah. So now we're back at Cobra Kai, and... This competition's going to begin, Sal. And I like that we've converted to last names. So we get everyone's last names out of the way. Piper is Ellsworth. And so Ellsworth up, and she's going to go against Tori Nichols. And what do we learn that Piper's weakness is? And I love that Tori just knows it. Yeah. Yeah. She
1: does. She says she telegraphs her kicks. And what that means to the lay person, telegraphing means that your opponent can see what you're going to do as soon as you start doing it, or even right before you do it. You know, if if you're going to kick, they can tell that you're going to kick. So yeah, you don't want to telegraph a punch or telegraph a kick. And that's what Piper does, apparently.
0: Yeah, I think she's also weaker with her left. Oh, is that what the first thing she said? So Tori takes her down after they battle for a second. Although Tori's much more skilled. Let's just be honest here. Well, hang on. Piper put up such a fight. For a rookie, for a newbie, and did this dojo. She did very well. So that's what I was surprised to see And she's the best athlete in high school, but Tori's more skilled at martial arts at this point in time.
1: I guess what I'm saying is I just expected
0: Tori to take her down quicker is what I expected. No, okay. She didn't. But she probably was doing the drill and waiting for that moment. It's also not point scoring, right? Point scoring, maybe you go in, but you've got to take them down. And she does. And then Piper kind of enjoys it.
1: Well, it's a little bit of flirtation. Remember, a Piper is either bisexual or lesbian. We don't know either. Moon's ex. Moon's ex. She says, we should do that again sometime. And then I like Tori's response. (laughs) Don't get your hopes up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not so fast. That's funny. So Crease wins because... He had Tory. Yeah. Terry Silver had Piper. And again, we don't know who's got who, but right now it, he's up one nothing as far as we know. Yeah. We, we're not very clear, kind of hazy on the point system, but mm. you know, they're loose on that.
1: Do you think the students know that their senseis are essentially betting on them? Isn't <laughs> yeah, that they like got a, a si- against they got a the, six pack on this? Is that
0: even allowed in, in dojos? Yeah. Anything goes at Cobra Kai. <laughs> That's true. So now we're at Eagle Fang. Dojo and Devin Lee joins and her pronouns are she and her. <laughs> that just was in case, great. just in case you needed to know that. Yeah, that was good. To that Johnny says, What? What did he
1: say? The only pronouns we have here are sensei and student. And she says those are nouns. <laughs>
0: yeah, those are nouns. <laughs> Shut up, quiet. Yeah. So really funny. But Johnny wants to defend against cheating. I like this. I like that he's come out and said, that's not how we do things here. But we know Cobra Kai, these guys over here do, so we have to defend against it.
1: Wait, very interesting strategy that Johnny is now teaching defensiveness.
0: Yeah, the anti-Cobra Kai, how to deal with them. Interesting. And Devin, immediately, a student after his own heart, says... Like when Chong Lee, played by Bolo Young, threw dirt in Vondam's eyes in Bloodsport, and you could just tell he lights up So,
1: What does he say? Yeah, Johnny says, exactly. Looks like someone did their prep work. So yeah, he's
0: becoming, he's getting impressed. I love that he gave her prep work. <laughs> he gave them, like, okay, you're going to join Cobra Kai. So when he went and spoke to her at the debate, did he give her this homework? I need you to watch Bloodsport. Eagle Fang Dojo is located at. I love that. He, you know, he gave her something to do, and she did it. She watched it. And not just that, Devin goes on to say, and I saw the sequels too, not to mention Delta Force, Billy Jack, the Octagon, and Lady Dragon. Cynthia Rothrock is a beast. Did you know about Cynthia Rothrock? So of all those movies, the only one I didn't see was Lady Dragon. So I did not know about Cynthia Rothrock. Okay. I Googled her. She
1: actually, I think, is a beast, literally. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, she kicks ass. And he says...
0: What to her statement? Hell yeah, she is. <laughs> and then Mitch chimes in I saw Last Dragon. Now, I love Last Dragon. So oh, yeah. Barry Gordon's Last yeah, Dragon, yeah. 1985. Who's the greatest? Show sure enough. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. But that's not the movie that they're talking about. And Johnny has his usual rebuttal to Mitch Shut the hell up, penis breath. <laughs> So mean. Mitch can't get right. He just can't.
1: Mitch uh, suffers in this episode. He does. Yeah, he does. Now, wait a second. Pause for a second. Are you saying that Johnny told the students to watch these movies or that Devin just
0: watched these movies. He mentions prep work. Yeah. Maybe it was just coincidence, but I think when he met her, he's like, you know, it's probably like our dojo's a like blood sport okay. meets. Maybe he nice. worked it in his vernacular and she's okay. like, okay. And she's smart, you know, she's mm. wicked smart. And she was on it like Miguel did with music. She did with yes. these movies, these action movies. That's good. That's good. Which is really funny. Yeah. So then Johnny he's holding Miguel back. Like, Mm. hey, no, no, uh, you know, we're going to do some training, but this is beneath you. I need you to stay healthy. All Valley's right around the corner. You can co sensei with me. Mm -hmm. Some of it is protecting him for All Valley. And also some of it's, he's now closer to Carmen, closer to the family. And he doesn't know how to do this, Sal. He's not good at this. Yeah. Well,
1: so is he really worried about him getting hurt in prep for All Valley? Is that the deal? I think it's a lot of
0: things. He's like, well, I should be more – he's probably got this internal dialogue going, I got to be more responsible now, mm. so do I need to subject him yeah, to – You know, he's getting caught up in his own ideology with Miguel. Okay. But Sal, I like as this scene kicks in, and it's fun. Yeah. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap nice. by ACDC Plays. Perfect track for this type of medieval training. Oh, yeah. And we've got one arm training, dirt in the eyes training. Yeah. Is that what he throws? At first, I thought it was rice. Something. Was that... Whatever it was. He threw
1: something in Mitch's face. Yeah, yeah. You got to do the Von Damme here.
0: Yeah. And then you've got to learn how to take what type of kick. Oh, no. That
1: was, I don't know what the type of kick that is, but it is a kick straight to the family jewels. You, you, each student, except Miguel, <laughs> had to take a kick by Devin straight by Devin. to the family jewels.
0: I could not believe this. And Johnny thinks they're wearing cups, but clearly from their reactions, not wearing cups. No. And even if you were wearing cups, it still hurts. We, are... we talked about this in previous episodes. Yes. I've taken, I've taken hits there. I've taken soccer balls. I've taken football. It still hurts, yes. but it's much less. And so if I'm guy two in that line and I know what the drill is, I'm blocking. I'm raising my knee. I'm doing something because. There's no reason to take that type of punishment. <laughs> no reason at all. Is the idea to toughen you up, is that Johnny's idea? You know, you can't be <laughs> yeah, tough Yeah, but he assumes you... they have a cup on, so, oh. you know, it'll rattle the cage, but it's not going to put you out. But meanwhile, they're dropping like flies. And you see what type of kick? I mean, Devin was like, yeah, ha! I mean, she was like, It's a front ha! kick. It's a front snap kick. It's like, oh, she's tough. She didn't seem like she was holding back at all. No, no mercy. Oh. So now we're back at Cobra Kai and Kyler Park wins. We see him win and with his winning, there's another win for Kreese. Mm. So he's on a roll. So he picked Kyler. Yeah. Good on you. And then Silver wants double or nothing, Sal. Yeah. And here we go. Kreese takes Robbie. Mm. Again, I would have chosen Robbie if I could have. Robbie Keane, that is. And Silver takes whom? What you said earlier.
1: Like I said, odd choice. Uh, Silver takes Kenny to go one on one with Keen. A- interesting, interesting. I- Kenny Payne. Even, yes, Kenny Payne. Even Crease chuckles. We never see Crease chuckle. We see
0: Chris chuckle. Yeah, he's like, come on. Yeah. Well, Robbie kicks Kenny and Robbie quickly apologizes. Mm-hmm. They take a break, talk to their senseis, mm-hmm. and Terry says, well, because. Kenny's out of his element here. Like Robbie, he, is, he doesn't have a weakness, what yep. Terry says. Everyone has a weakness. Yep. So we get back in the match, and it's like a repeat. Wash and repeat. Robbie kicks Kenny. Robbie apologizes. Mm. And Sal, what happens? Yeah, I don't know why Robbie was apologizing for that.
1: Yeah, are you okay? Are you yeah, okay? Yeah, but he goes to check in that he's okay, and then Kenny does a leg sweep.
0: Classic lake sweep. Robbie's
1: down. Yep. That's it. Winner Kenny. Yep. That's wow. it. Because I guess what do we learn there? That Robbie's weakness is what? Compassion? Is that what we learned? Compassion for a weaker opponent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can yeah. you gotta have no Under mercy. Underestimating yeah, his yeah. opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do that. That's Miyagi do stuff that Robbie is doing there in the Cobra Kai dojo. Wrong dojo, Robbie.
0: Yeah. Well, this is perfect for Silver and his whole idea of weakness, and what does he go on to share?
1: Yeah, Terry Silver says, What did we learn? The common belief is you shouldn't care what other people think about you, right? Wrong. What your opponent is thinking is key. In war, in business, in a fight, don't let your opponent think whatever they want. Make them think what you want them to think. If they think you're weak, that's when you surprise them with your strength. Good job. You owe me some brewskis, brother. So he says, Good job to Kenny. <laughs> yep. And then he says, You owe me some brewskis, brother, to Crease. Also to Kenny. <laughs> Kre- <laughs> and Crease is not happy.
0: <laughs> not at all. Like, oh my gosh, how did our star pupil fall for that old Mm. maneuver? But really good words. I like what Terry had to say here. Yeah, make your opponent think what you want them to think. That's a really interesting thing to take in. And if Kreese didn't have such a big ego, I think he would agree. This was a really great lesson for them.
1: Well, you know what that is? To make someone think what you want them to think, it's called brainwashing. Yeah, there's that. Terry Silver is is a
0: brainwasher. Yeah, yeah. So now we're back at Eagle Fang. And the guys are icing the family jewel, so It's been a rough day with this training. And then Johnny shares with Miguel, like, hey, we have dinner plans later, so don't be late. And of course, everybody's watching. And they're already a little bit ticked that Miguel has sat out of class, right? Yeah. And they call him teacher's pet. Mm. And you can just tell Miguel is just unhappy, so
1: yeah. Even Bert says to Miguel regarding Johnny, he going to tuck you in? Exactly. Even
0: Bert Bert, is busting balls. (laughs) Even Bert is busting Miguel's balls. That's where we're at now. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So bad. So now we're back at Miyagi-Do. And the cars are spotless out. Oh, yep. They look great. But I had a funny feeling when I saw the shine. Did you? I was like, something's not right. (sighs) That guy doesn't work that hard. Anthony hasn't proven to me that he's a hard worker. Not yet.
1: But I guess, okay, at first glance, we don't know that How long had he been gone? Eight hours? You could clean those cars in eight hours. You know what I mean? I didn't know how long he'd been gone. So for a split second, I was going, Oh, Anthony,
0: whoa. (laughs) He fooled me. For maybe for a split second. For a split second. A second later we meet Artie, Task Rabbit, who's doing a side hustle because Mm -hmm. his cat needs hernia surgery. Now Sal, I will admit in LA I did use Task Rabbit from time to time. Not to clean my car, but hang lights in the backyard or come over and you know help file some documents. Well it's a service. In a city like Los Angeles yep. or New York or, or bigger cities, TaskRabbit's it's really cool. But I love that Anthony was on it. Oh, yeah. And I was even thinking like, how do you pay for this? Well, we get to that. Oh, yeah. We get to that. <laughs> but Sal, I got to ask you on the cat front. Yeah. Any of your cats ever have a hernia? They need <laughs> surgery? Is that common in cats? I'm a dog guy, so I don't know.
1: Okay. I've never heard of a cat having a hernia. Okay. But okay. I guess it could happen. And believe me, I have... Nearly needed to be a task rabbiter myself in years past to pay vet bills. So believe me, I understand. When Artie w- was talking Full about circle. his cat... Oh, believe me. I can relate, Artie. Don't feel bad about that. Hey, you need to do what you got to do.
0: No, no shame on being a task grabbit. I think it's a great way to make a side hustle. It's like Uber, but you're yeah. doing tasks without your car. I'm yeah. not... I think it's a phenomenal thing. But Daniel is furious, Sal. Yeah, he's pretty Furious mad. to find out that not only Anthony didn't do the task, no. he just tried to like... What would have happened if Daniel came I, yeah. home 30 minutes later? Yes, yeah, yes. I did it. I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, there's this bill that no. because he paid for it on his Apple pay because it's tied to Daniel's credit card or one of Daniel's yes. credit cards.
1: You know what this reminded me of? As a, yeah, if Daniel would have arrived, yeah, maybe about 30 minutes later, once Artie had been done with the white walls. Yeah, as, and as he he's said, got right? white yeah, walls, yeah, he exactly. It reminded me of, there was a famous story of, I think it was the New York City Marathon of a runner who
0: took the subway part. Oh, yeah, of yeah. <laughs> (laughs) And then it shows up. What's up? Yeah. That's what this was like. I was here at check-in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's cameras everywhere for that, but uh, that's pretty funny. Well, then Daniel goes on to mention Mr. Miyagi. And Anthony is incredibly disrespectful. He's tired of the stories. And Sal, it's a different generation. We just talked about this and you mentioned like him and Sam are what? They're probably like four years apart in that ballpark, but they might as well be 10 years apart. I feel like you know Sam was just, again, first born. Mr. Miyagi was there. Karate was still a big part of the house, the dojo. And Anthony kind of missed out on that. So it's like, he's so disconnected. He didn't know Mr. Miyagi. And I also question this. Now that Anthony's becoming a player, we love yeah. that. We do. Yeah. Him and Sam don't have any chemistry. They never communicate. Or they haven't put them in that arena yet. You know, I had two sisters. One's five years younger and one's 15 years younger, yeah. but I still connected with them. And so it's like we haven't even built that relationship up no, yet.
1: No. At you know, all. No, I, I'm, this pains me to say, but I think that. Anthony's been a bit neglected by the LaRussos. They've been involved in Sam, involved in karate, and involved in LaRusso Auto Group. I think at the expense, if you remember, it was only what a recent episode where Miguel was over for dinner. Sam was there. They talked to Miguel about her life. They talked to Sam about his life. And Anthony's just sitting there, nobody even talking to him about anything.
0: I'm sorry, yeah, Anthony. He was probably always self sufficient. He always had his video games. He went to camps. He stayed at the grandparents' house, probably both sets. Yep. Well, definitely Daniel's mother, and then sure. we've never met Amanda's parents, but they're not together. They're
1: divorced. But that's right.
0: I think they're catching up now. Like, oh, we have to develop Anthony. You're going to probably see scenes with him and Samley. They're driving somewhere. Yeah, we yeah. just need something,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think we've seen them interact.
0: I, I don't think we have. Rarely. Yeah, Rarely. Interesting. So now we're back at Diaz's apartment, mm-hmm. and Johnny and Carmen are eating, and Miguel is late. And remember, Johnny had said, hey, don't be late for dinner. Yes. He's late, but they didn't give a definitive time, you know. No, well, they didn't tell us, no. so uh, so we could keep tabs on. Yeah, things. but he was with Sam, yeah. and he's sorry. He didn't. He's not a malicious kid. He no, was no. just like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, he's not a delinquent. But when he does arrive, things really couldn't go any worse.
1: Johnny goes into like a stepdad role. Is that what he's trying to do?
0: He's trying to cater to both sides, like keep Carmen happy. And then he's getting confused about protection. He thinks they're talking about, you know, having sex. And so he's just really not good at being a father figure. We And we learn more later about this. Yes. Can I just say, I just want to
1: say one thing real quick. I think Johnny handled this poorly. I think very that much. from the very beginning, if he was interested in Miguel's mother, or even if they just happened to sleep together for the first time, he should have immediately went to Miguel. Miguel, I'm your sensei. We need to talk about this. He should have came to him immediately. He didn't. And then they, and then Carmen, I think also should have went to Miguel. I think probably Carmen handled this poorly. Both Carmen and Johnny, I think,
0: handled it poorly. I think you're right. I don't think they were expecting this. And again, back to when things flipped and Johnny crossed over that line with Carmen. Yeah. I think he was out of his element. Like, uh, oh, I don't even know what this, he, he he's probably psyching himself out. Yeah. He's looking at Miguel now going, I've got to live up to something else. Yeah. I got to live up to something else. I'm not that guy. And this is who comes out, Johnny acts the fool. Yeah. And Miguel just says, Hey, you know what? This didn't bother me at first, yeah. but now the dojo and home, it's all just too weird. Mm, I'm over
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, he's had it. Now, we don't know the time frame now. Was it it's been like a week? <laughs> he went from being okay with it tease over it. We, we don't know. It's been a few days at least.
0: Well, because he's being treated different. He's treating him different at the dojo. Mm-hmm. He's treating him different at home. Yeah. He wants things to go back the way they were, but it's okay if you're dating my mom, but why is everything got to be so damn weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Sal, any similar stories from your background on this?
1: Yeah. What's funny is my mother had a few boyfriends when my parents got divorced. So my parents got divorced. My dad left the state. My mother and I stayed and then my siblings were a little older too so I, I was the youngest but my siblings were out doing their own thing so for many years just my mother and i and uh, she had a few boyfriends i don't remember getting that close to any of them right only this one guy who was an ex-boyfriend who let me drive his car when i was oh, young you, you mentioned yeah you mentioned him that before. guy tony only tony otherwise nah they kind of would do their own thing and they'd bring me some dinner and they'd go off and Well, do you were 12 thing. right I was 12 when Tony came around. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so no, I never had any opportunity to get not so close to any of my mother's boyfriends. No. Now maybe at this point I'm thankful, you know. It it could have been weird. Yeah. How
0: about in your current boyfriends
1: of hers? I wish my mother had a boyfriend, but she does not. But I wish she did. (laughs) I wish I wish that upon her. I wish her another husband. I wish that, you know, but eh, who knows? Time will tell. Stay with us. We'll be right back. So tell us about how. First of all, how you came up with that with that idea or the approach, and how you're infusing K dramas into the mental health pr- approach or practice that you have, and what's been the feedback so far from people or or just in
0: general, like clients and things like that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I use Korean dramas somewhat by accident in in mental health
1: because I was trying to make connections with when as a family therapist.
0: So now we're back at LaRusso's dojo. We were there in a recent episode. I love this, the the in-home dojo, really cool. Sometimes people train in there, but you really couldn't have class, but I think it's killer that they have this.
1: Wait a second. I I just realized it's Miyagi-Do, Rosita, Miyagi-Do, Encino. There we go. This Miyagi-Do,
0: Encino. Oh, I guess you could call it that. I call it the LaRusso's dojo, but you want to call it (laughs) Miyagi-Do, Encino. Okay, I like it. Your branding and your, yeah, I like that. But of all people, to be looking around... Hmm young anthony yeah you know the events of the day sure. play out and he realizes how mad his father was sometimes sometimes kids do things to get attention And like you said, maybe a little neglected, right? Over the years, not on purpose, but maybe he didn't want to be involved as much. So they're like, oh, you don't want to be in karate? Oh, okay. And then he gets, you know, by the wayside, falls by the wayside. So maybe things are resonating like, you know what? There is something to this. It it is kind of cool. So he's poking around, doing his own investigation. Mm. And then, Sal, we visit the past. Mm. And you know, I love this kind of stuff. He comes across one of the plaques, mm-hmm. and there's the newspaper clipping. Yeah, yeah. Mystery dojo with single student defangs cobras. And there's a photo of Daniel on the left, Mr. Miyagi on the right, and they're both looking straight ahead. It's just it's fantastic framed. Now let me just add something here. Oh. In the karate kid part three. Yeah. Right. Crease is at his dojo. It's defunct. Cobra Kai's going down. Yes. He opens the paper, like, you know, stack of bills. Yes. He opens the paper up. And then there is that same article. Mystery Dojo with single student defangs Cobra's photo. Daniel yes. on the left, looking at a trophy. Oh. Mr. Miyagi on the right looks straight ahead. So two different photos. Wow. Supposed to be from the same newspaper. I love it. I love that we have different photos. Also, Sal. Oh. Because we talked about this on on the Karate Kid Part Three, no, same headline, yeah, but oh, the article itself. I'll get to that. I'm getting to that. I (laughs) discovered something new from this visit. What? Because I opened up Karate Kid Part Three again just to kind of check all my boxes and like make sure something's not off. And notice the photo is different. I mean, that is significant. Yeah. Daniel and Miyagi straight ahead, Daniel staring at a big trophy from Karate Kid Part Three. So, uh, yeah, when did that happen? They probably just fell in love with a different photo and figured it's more fitting for the scene. So they changed history. This is revisionist history. Not just that. There's a background behind Mr. Miyagi and Daniel from the Karate Kid Part 3 photo. And that background says, Coast Regional Karate Tournament. I've never seen it before. I guess I just glossed over it. It's in the movie, the Karate Kid Part 3. The photo says that. What is Coast Regional Karate Tournament? Wow. We have to go back to Karate
1: Kid 3 for this.
0: I want to find someone from the production Yeah, something happened. They were in front of something for a photo or they Photoshopped something, but I was like, hold on. This is the beauty of going back to the movies and like you've looked at it a million times, but then you're looking for something else and what? It illuminated. There it is. So, Coast Regional Karate Tournament, check it out. Also, yes, the article from the movies, from the actual movie- Reads, residents feel that they have been taken advantage of ever since the tax laws governing their additional land holdings were reviewed and increased. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. They didn't even write a story yeah. about the mystery dojo. It was some tax law, which made yeah. me so mad.
1: They copied and pasted some article over it.
0: Or they just left it there and they slapped in the headline uh, in the photo. Yes, yes, yes. So that made me go back to Cobra Kai. Season 3, Episode 5, Miyagi-Do. Wow. When Robbie's on the computer at the Juvie. Silmar Juvenile Detention Facility? Silmar, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I knew you'd know that. I know, I know. And so that headline said, and this is all supposed to be the same, Mystery Dojo with one student Defangs Cobras. So, for some reason, for Cobra Kai, the show, the first time we saw this, it said with one student. Everywhere else, it's been with single students. So, for whatever reason, they changed it for that episode. Mm. Now, in that photo was also different. Mr. Miyagi's on the left, Daniel's on the right. They're both looking straight ahead. And the article was accurate. Finally, an article had been written about Mystery Dojo. We can't see the article that Anthony's looking at because it's real small, it's a frame. So there's three times this has shown up in Cobra Kai and Karate Kid, and there's differences every time. Why is that?
1: You heard it here, folks, on Let's Talk Cobra Kai, brought to you by Jason Connell. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had to do that. So the next thing that Anthony sees is local Valley champ defense title against karate's bad boy. Love that. That's framed. Of course, he's taken down Mike Barnes. Yep. I wish there was like a subtitle. It could have said by scoring one single point in the entire tournament, but that wasn't there.
1: Yeah. And we know that the uh,
0: tournament rule change uh, if Karate Kid 3 really chaps your high. As it should, it should chap everyone's hide who's ever competed in anything in their life. But that's a whole other story,
1: especially Johnny Lawrence.
0: Yeah. So anyway, this walk down memory lane continues, and it's beautiful. I don't mean I'm not poking holes out. I'm just pointing the fact out that yeah. the photo it means a lot to me. It's sacred. It's sure. changed three times. They're going to do it. I'm going to present the case. Yeah. I do love that this room exists, as I've mentioned. And then Daniel arrives as uh, Anthony is opening up these ancient scroll. Now, we've never seen this ancient scroll before, Sal, right? This is a paralysis technique that we learn from Chosen, right? It could be
1: as serious or more because yeah. Daniel takes the scroll, because as Anthony asks, what is this? And Daniel takes the scroll saying, that's a technique I hope none of us will ever need to use. Yeah. So yeah, is it the paralysis technique or is it some other technique? I think it's
0: something we just don't know. Wow. We've never seen in action. Okay. But he does say it until we need it. So- Mark that, file that, yeah. put that away yeah. at some point in time, Foreshadow, may see
1: this. Foreshadow, I think.
0: And really, Anthony, again, just I think he's trying to connect because he has no memory of Mr. Miyagi. And again, as I said earlier, I have two sisters, and one is five years younger, and we pretty much grew up together, four and a half, five years younger. The other one's 15 years younger. Same parents. Wow. So I realized when she would tell stories, art, let me take that back, when we would tell stories, over the years, she has no recollection of so much of our family history. And I it's lost on me like, wow, yeah, she wasn't around when we lived in that house. And so she's learned through stories and photos and whatever videos are available. And so it's really what Anthony's going through here. Yeah, he's heard of Mr. Miyagi and Sam's into it, but he feels like you know a stepchild or something. He's just kind of missed the boat there. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to hear his perspective. And then this leads to Daniel sharing a really great story.
1: Yeah, Daniel shares about Miyagi and early interaction with Miyagi and and Anthony. He says to to Anthony, says, when you were born, we brought you home from the hospital and Mr. Miyagi wanted to pick you up. I remember he was holding you in his arms and you know what he did? And Anthony says, yeah, what? (laughs) You kicked him in the face. Anthony says, I did? He goes, yep, it was the first time I ever saw anyone land a kick on him. You got him pretty good too. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Miyagi just laughed. He said that you were going to be a handful, and that someday you'd also be the one who'd be protecting this family. Now, that
0: was interesting to hear. See, the rise of Anthony, I'm telling you. And Mr. Miyagi still speaks to us. I love this. And he's right, Sal. When Daniel says he's the first time I've ever seen Miyagi get kicked, First and only is what he should have said. He, I've never seen him get kicked. He got hit by that weapon, that one one time time, Karate Kid part two when his back was turned. In Okinawa. But no one's ever seen him get kicked beyond Anthony LaRusso doing it. I just love this because he is touched. He's like, wow, I kicked him. That's hilarious. And you know, when you're hearing stories about you and your youth and you were just too young to remember, those stories are always really nice. And this meant a lot for him to hear, I believe.
1: Yeah, and I guess Anthony would never heard the story before. He'd never known that Miyagi actually held him in his arms. Exactly.
0: Wow. Yeah, seems like that story would have come up before. Much yeah. like Amanda, you know, in the baseball bat. No, but yeah. hey, th- some things are just not mentioned that often. But very touching scene. And then Daniel mentions the bully. And of course, oh. Anthony deflects, because he's taking this yeah. in. He feels really good about things. And he's also found a little bit guilty, Sal, because he's holding the secret.
1: Yeah, because... Daniel thinks that Anthony's being bullied and not the other way around. So yeah, Anthony just kind of blows it off and then just
0: walks out. Yeah, I'm out of here. So now we're at West Valley High School and there's a flyer, junior prom, Hollywood Knights. I love that, love that. My soccer team in LA is the LA Knights, Los Angeles Knights. It's kind of a double meaning if you don't catch my meaning there. Yeah, K-N-I and N-I, right? (laughs) Yeah, very cool. And Sam and Miguel talk or complain more like it. Johnny's driving him crazy, and Tori's blah blah blah. I've been babysitting Miyagi dos so they're just kind of you know sharing with each other, and they're just a little bit off. Sure. And then Sal, who arrives, I swear to God, he's not a teacher by now. But but what is he doing back in school? Well, right before we see
1: this, we see
0: Tori Piper. Yes, yeah. Tori and Piper and
1: other girls breeze by, kind of float by. Yeah, we but see Tori Sam. won't look at her. No, Tori didn't look at her. Piper looked at Sam and Miguel. But yeah, Tori would not look probably for the best. So right after that, Johnny arrives and security was right over there. How did he get through the door? How does Johnny get in this place? Johnny just high five security. That's hey! what he does. You know what? Yeah, they're probably old friends. Johnny arrives and convinces Miguel to play hooky. And Miguel's not into it at first. He says, he has history class. It's a school day, you know, but Johnny's like, come on, let's go. So he convinces Miguel
0: and they take off. But Sal, Sam really wants to go. You I can see the saw look that. on her face. Yes.
1: I was going to ask you, do you think that's what that look was? That look was she wanted to go too. She wanted
0: to go too. Okay. So now we are at West Valley Middle School. We're ping ponging back in the West Valley school system this episode. Yep. And Anthony hides a Cobra Kai hoodie real fast in his locker yes. as Leah comes rolling up. And Sal, what happens?
1: She invites him to an upcoming fair. Yeah. Talking about some of the rides that are there, the fun rides. And then she mentions Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. She just throws, throws Kenny's name out there. And yeah, Anthony doesn't like hearing that. So as soon as she takes off to go, I guess, join Strawberry Ghost again, uh, of course, here comes the his bully buddies coming along to taunt. When you're a bully, you don't just taunt average kids. You taunt other bullies. So you're Anthony's a bully, but he's bullied. It's like a
0: chain yeah. of command of bullies is what it is. They don't miss a beat. They hear everything. <laughs> You know, they're just like, just <laughs> flies on a wall. And hey, I heard you got your balls busted again. Ha, <laughs> 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 loser. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nothing Hilarious. gets by them. Nothing gets by them.
0: They probably just like Anthony because his parents are rich. They got a great house and they hang out there and they go poolside. And you know, these guys, not good friends. So oh, yeah, yeah. choose your friends wisely.
1: Yeah. You know what? There was a moment, I don't know if it was at this moment, but there was a moment where I was thinking, why does Anthony hang out with these kids? I mean, what what's in it for him to hang out with these kids? Yeah, not much. Well, then Anthony
0: he tries to make things right. Yeah, with Kenny. Yeah, and what
1: happens? Which, by the way, I was surprised to do because there's his buddies right over there. He's going right to do this there, right in front of them.
0: It seems yeah. like he's trying to make some sort of peace offering. Yeah. So Anthony says, "Maybe we could try starting over." You know, he's just trying to like make amends with Kenny. And Kenny says, "I've got nothing to say to you, Le Pusso. Wow. Ah. Oh. So now he's got, Anthony's got his friends behind him. Oh. They've heard this shout across the bow, yes, right? Yes. Like, oh my gosh, call me that one more time and you'll regret
1: it. Kenny says, sorry, I forgot you were so sensitive about that. Le paso,
0: oh. Sal, it's on. <laughs> Kenny takes off, Anthony and his crew chase him. They wind up in the library Yeah, and out of nowhere... It's like a horror film. (laughs) Lights go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear, the mood changes, Mm -hmm. the music's more like, it's almost like you hear, I believe there's a chant, "Lepuso," but it's like, kill, kill,
1: kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that that vibe. Lepuso.
0: But you know what it reminded me of also? That time
1: Hawk was chasing down Dimitri. Remember that? I think it was like like season one or two. Exactly, yeah. Similar to that. Yeah, yeah. You are now being hunted, and in this instance, you are being hunted by Kenny Payne.
0: Yeah, what I say, Lapuso. Lapuso. Yeah, I like Lapuso. 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 La Don't call me that again. No. But I love how he starts taking out he being Kenny, one by one of this crew. Kind of like Rambo. Zach's demise is fantastic. Yeah. He comes sliding through some books and slams him against the yes, other one. Yes. And that leaves Anthony. Yeah. And what happens? Yeah. Well, Anthony kind of what falls
1: over like this cart of books. Yep falls down. And at that point, then here comes Kenny out of the darkness. He grabs him by the collar and he's about to lay down some blows. And then all of a sudden the lights go on and some sort of teacher. Yeah. Teacher librarian, or librarian. Yeah, do know. Maybe the librarian. What's going on here? Well, right before that, he said, I finally got you alone. That's what Kenny says. So Kenny's about to yeah.
0: deliver one of those live or die man type yeah. of blows, you know? It is very convenient that the library was empty, I got to yeah. say. Yeah. Maybe there's a like, close for the day and they ran in there, but... Needless to say, it ends, but Kenny is no longer being bullied. Mm -hmm. He took his vengeance out on the Uh, crew. You know what Kenny did? You know what he did? Flipped the script? Oh, yes. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Now we're back at Eagle Fang and Johnny and Miguel talk. So this is him skipping school, wants some alone time with Miguel. Yeah. And Johnny's just like, you know, ask me anything about karate or 80s rock or rowdy, Roddy Piper, rest in peace. I'm your guy. But Sal- Then he really opens up, and it's very
1: touching. Yeah, he goes on to say, My dad left when I was in kindergarten. I barely remember him. My mom did everything she could. Married a rich prick thinking it would be a good idea. But it only made me miss my dad more. I couldn't figure out why this was all
0: happening. I felt so... Cheated? Yeah. You ever go out and try to find him? I don't even know what I'd say. Maybe you could ask why he left. Hear his side of the story. No, I don't even know where I'd begin looking for him.
1: Besides, if I'm being honest, I'm still too afraid to find out the truth. The point is, I didn't have a male role model growing up till I met Creese, and you know how that went. And I didn't want to be like him or Sid or my own dad. And I took all that bullshit I felt for them, and I put it on Robbie's life. I can never fix that. I don't want to make that mistake
0: again. Wow. Ah, Wow, heart to heart. That was a lot to learn and for him to share. Like, just to share that, put that out there, get it off his chest. Yeah. He probably hasn't even told Carmen all this stuff. I was stuff. thinking that. Same thing. I was thinking that. I don't think he's opened up to Carmen this much. Or, or a- our Shannon, Robbie's mom. Yeah, I no. mean, if he did, he might probably have been not. drunk. or uh, But whatever. It was a lot. Now you understand why this new role is very hard for Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, I've screwed this up before. I've never, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how to do this. I, I didn't have a dad. He left. Yeah. He was hanging on to that box of goodies because he loved his dad. Then there's uh, Sid yeah. and Sid liked his young mom, probably could care less about Johnny. And he was yeah. running the studio, Laramore or whatever. Yeah. And then Kreese comes in your life. Well, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Kreese made him a warrior and a fighter and a champion. Sure. But, All the bad that comes with that. So I really, really loved it. Great acting. And just on both sides, they're so great in these scenes. Their bond is so real. And Miguel, he's okay with the fact that things are going to shift, right? But he wants some things to stay the same. He wants Johnny to be his sensei, Mm. not some watered down version of such. Yeah. And Sal, that's words to Johnny's ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he goes on to introduce what?
1: (laughs) Have you heard of this before? He takes this sheet or blanket off of these watermelons that are in a crate. Yep. And one of them's like kind of suspended by some cable. And he says that he's going to be teaching the flying tornado kick.
0: (laughs) Have you heard of this before? I've never heard of this. There's a tornado kick, yeah. It's definitely a term I've heard. Now, I don't know what the Cobra Kai, I should say Eagle Fang, Cobra Kai being the show, but Eagle Fang flying tornado kick is. I'm anxious to see their rendition of it. Yes,
1: yes. Okay, so he's
0: going to teach them the flying tornado kick, and then Sam arrives. Of course, Sal, because she loved the idea of skipping school and playing hooky and, and getting a note from Johnny. She was all in, and I love that she shows up on her own. And what does Johnny say to her? He says, does your dad know you're here? And she says, I told him I should be learning both styles. Well done. Both Miguel and Samantha want to learn both styles and good on them great way to end this scene because it was very heartfelt <sighs> but now we're back to learning and back to Johnny's tricks and he had it ready. He had that contraption ready waiting to unveil it. Loved it. Mm.
1: And also I'm glad that Sam didn't arrive. Let's say what 15 minutes earlier she would have been right in the middle of that uh, right, touching right. scene. She would have interrupted that. So I'm glad that they had their time
0: before Sam arrived. Yeah. So now we're back at West Valley Middle School and Daniel and Amanda arrived because obviously Some things went down, Anthony got in trouble, and Sal, they're upset, and they assume what?
1: Yeah. So they're in what looks like the principal's office- Oh yeah, Principal yeah.
0: Fitzpatrick.
1: Okay, so Anthony and Kenny are there, sitting outside, sitting awfully close together. I I would think for what just yeah, occurred, like kind of slumped over. Yeah, but they're both there, sitting outside the the principal's office. And by the way, I was waiting to see Kenny's parents or hear from them. We didn't see her here. Well, Kenny's the
0: father's parents. abroad. Yes. the brothers in juvie, yes. and the mother we've never met. We've never met. And yet. you think she's going to be some big reveal? I think it's going to be a big reveal because we well, haven't. Remember, like Tootie. Right? Kim Fields? Yes, who was she? Kim? was Aisha's mother, wasn't she? Aisha's mother was Kim Fields? I believe okay, so. Okay, I was
1: just thinking about that recently. I, I miss her. I hope yeah. to see her again. I, I, I yeah, she should see.
0: have been that last episode. She should have opened the door yes, in Santa Barbara. In Santa Barbara. You know, that would have been great. That would that have been great. That would have been fantastic. So I don't know who's going to be... Kenny's mother, but I'm anxious. I am anxious as well. So the principal
1: shows them some video evidence of the bullying, including oh. them chasing through the yeah, hallways. Most recent video. Yeah, the most yeah. recent video from that from that day. But he also shows them the got milked prank at the locker. Yeah. And even he says, I don't know how they got the milk. Yeah,
0: away. I don't know how they got it. I don't know this. how they it's did that. It's kind of amazing. We didn't want to, we weren't going to say anything about this prank because it's kind of funny. It's kind of, but it's this most recent one. It's kind of the prank of the year, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's going off the charts. It's going viral on youtube so we're leaving that one be but this new one we can have it we can have
1: it so he tells the LaRusso's Anthony has been a real bully this year suspended Uh, and they Uh. are shocked to hear this they had no clue see this is what I mean I mean if you were more involved in your son's life maybe you would have known maybe you would have seen maybe you could have used your parental sixth sense in this instance yeah but instead you had no clue that your son was a bully no clue
0: so now we wrap up the episode with this great scene. We're at Cobra Kai dojo, and Silver reads Leviathan, yes, by Thomas Hobbes. You're familiar with that book? I've never read it, yeah. but I read more about it in this episode. It's very fitting that Silver is reading this book. Yeah. and Kreese arrives with three, three, three. Yes, premium export beer from Vietnam, and what do they call this? What does Terry Silver say? I believe the phrase he used was Bamu ba." There you go. Although Kreese calls it 33s, but it was 333 premium export beer. So, well, No, it was 33 originally, and then it
1: became right. 333, 333. And I, and I just want to say this: since we're talking, I just saw Apocalypse Now for the first
0: time. You did. You were texting me like through the
1: movie. Dude. I, was, I
0: can't believe you've never seen it.
1: It was. It blew my mind. Just because we're here talking about Vietnam, here, hey, anybody with an earshot, see the movie. And you know what? It was directed by Francis Ford Coppola. And guess what? We talked about Francis Ford Coppola on a recent That's a Crime episode when we cover the death Mm -hmm. of his son, Giancarlo Coppola. So be sure to check out that That's a Crime episode where we talk about the Coppolas. Well, Coppola also directed The Outsiders, which had
0: Ralph Macchio. So there's lots of connections, lots of connections here and there. Incredible movie. I also love Platoon. It's up there in my Vietnam movies. But Sal, you're the same guy that hasn't seen Top Gun yet. So I'm not shocked. I shouldn't be shocked that you hadn't seen it. But let me continue here.
1: So this episode covers uh, three books. We had Animal Farm, we had Beowulf, and now we have Leviathan. Look at the books that people read. Yeah. Look at the books people read and they'll tell you about the person. And you know what? I'll take that a step further. Watch the movies that people watch. I just found out that my girlfriend likes war movies. I didn't know that. There you go. Didn't know. And you know what? Makes so much sense now. Our relationship makes so much more sense now that I've learned that. So pay attention to your partners. Hey, how many years uh, have you been together? Movie choices. Uh, uh, quite a
0: long time. Quite oh, a yeah, long time. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but you learn something new every no day. No time like the present, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, then... Crease didn't just get this beer by chance. No. There was a reason. Yeah. Symbolic. Crease is like a, you get a little artistic. He's uh, a puppet master too. Yes, yes. And he comes in and he starts talking about a good old boy from Utah. Yep. He was real eager and he took point that day and he was blowing up in a minefield. Well, he said specifically he jumped rank, right? He jumped rank. Yes. And led point. Yes. But minefield would be the name of. This episode. Yes, here we go. And lots of people are avoiding minefields, but Scoville blowing up, mm-hmm. smithereens. And then John Crease says, We should remember what happens to soldiers who don't follow their leader. Mm. Another shot across the bow, and that's directed at Terry Silver. And Crease is not pleased with Silver for mentioning he had a weakness. Mm. And then he goes on to give Silver a history lesson, Sal.
1: Ah, yeah. In case we forgot, right? In case we forgot. (laughs) In case we we forgot any of this Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says to him, do you remember the cage? We both thought we were going to die. I wasn't afraid. You were. You were like a puddle of piss. If it wasn't for me, you'd still be back in that pit, correct? And Terry answers, yes. Kreese says, I'm the one who got you out of that cage then only to find you in another one that you created for yourself. I always looked out for you, Terry, and I always will. But you need to fall back in line and follow my lead, because there's a lot of landmines out there, and if you don't watch where you step, it's all going to blow up. And then increase takes a beer from the six-pack. You don't mind, do you? And Terry responds, No, Captain. No. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I never thought I would see something like this. I mean, you know, not unless it was back in Vietnam or in the tattoo parlor or whatever. Here they are now, present day, mm-hmm. and Crease just put Silver in his place, you might say. I'm the alpha dog here, Silver. Wow. And don't forget it. Yeah. Interesting take also because, yes, he saved his life back in Nam. Yes, Terry promised, I'm there for you, whatever you need your whole life. But if you look at the history of the Cobra Kai universe, it's John Kreese going to Terry Silver for help, right?
0: He went for his help in Karate Kid 3. He went for his help now recently. Totally. Let's go back to Karate Kid part 3. John Kreese down on his luck. Yeah. Losing the dojo. Bill stacking up. Goes to who? Mr. Terry Silver, Mr. Daddy Warbucks. Bails him out. And then he sends him to where? Tahiti? Yeah. To hang out, get some massages yep, and yep, some R and R and come back stronger. I'll help you. Yeah, he's always been there for him, for crease. You're yeah. absolutely right. But one thing, one cross, one mention of a weakness, mm. which no spoilers, but Crease does have a weakness, and we'll sure. get to that later. Sure. But he didn't want that revealed. And you're right. What you said, I think, last episode or maybe two episodes ago, but Crease is all over the place. Like, what's his plan? Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, one new thing ruffles his feathers, and that's the new thing. I got to go, I got to go squash this over here. He doesn't have a lot of focus.
1: No, because when you have a plan or you have a goal, you can't let things like even your own ego, like something comes along, blows you your ego. You can't let that get in the way of your plan.
0: Eyes on the prize.
1: And that's what Kreese is doing. Yeah, Crease is allowing a, a blow to his ego to affect their plan, and that is for the bicephaly to be solid, for him and Terry to be a solid unit to lead Cobra Kai to the victory in the All-Valley. That is the goal
0: and the plan. What is Kreese doing? Because guess what? Terry Silver is a good thing for Cobra Kai, if you want them to be successful. Sure. He's come here, he's brought – students immediately respect him, he's brought – knowledge, and just his sheer talent. Not to mention his money. They're wearing gear that's enticing people like Piper and others to come over. They're part of a fun dojo on the up and up. So yeah, Crease should fall in line and say, that was a good lesson. You know what he should say? Hey, next time, maybe let's not indulge in either one of our weaknesses. Let's have a united front. Let's just keep moving forward. But that's not how Crease is. He wants to take everything to the mat. To the streets, as you would say. <laughs> Everything's yeah. a war. Yeah. Chris so, likes war movies, Sal. <laughs> I'm sure he does.
1: Yeah. So very interesting to see and a wonderful performance. Wow. By Thomas Ian Griffith. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's
0: incredible. Yeah, Great the way job. he takes that, it's like, wow. But again, back to that book, Leviathan. I was reading yeah. about it. It's like, wow, his ideology. It, it was really interesting. I encourage you guys to look at all those books, all of our listeners, viewers. Check out Beowulf, Animal Farm. Yes, because it gives you a hint into the characters. Please do. It makes me want to go back and revisit some of these things that were assigned reading in school. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, yeah, it's been decades since I've read that. So, but really good. I like that they did that. But you wonder, like, is Terry Silver really scared or is he just placating to Crease in this moment, but whatever, it makes for an incredible scene. Incredible episode. I mean, look at these moments between Johnny and Miguel and Anthony and Daniel. Scenes you've always wanted to see unfolding before your very eyes in minefields. (laughs) Let me just add one last thing,
1: just to piggyback on what you just said, because- No, that's it.
0: We're out of time. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Good night, America. No, you said,
1: okay, was Terry Silver really, you know, he's being submissive in that? Let's mm-hmm. go back just a few scenes yeah. where he says about your opponent, if they think you're weak, that's when you can surprise them with your strength. Exactly. Oh, my God.
0: That, that's like the whole thing with them. Oh. Like, what's the real? Are they being real? Are they? Now, Kreese tends to play his cards. Right. Like he came in, I'll get the Vietnamese beer. I'll come in, I'll make my point, mm-hmm. heavy handed point. Yes. But we don't know Silver well enough right now. We know he's really successful and anybody who can make a kajillion dollars probably is scheming.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, he wasn't born yesterday. He's been through a lot. You can't con a con. It's one of those
0: things. There you go. Well, that's all I got, Sal. An incredible episode. <sighs> wow. Three left. That was intense. That was intense. Oh, man. It was intense. And I cannot wait to come back for episode eight, my friend. Oh, man. man. I got to recover from this one. I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, all right. Now, another word from our sponsor, and we will say good night. So, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And get 20% off and free
1: shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com.
0: Thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for
1: all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform.
0: If you're a dedicated listener or viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting justcuriousmedia.com. No mercy.